0: Good evening, LCM. Good evening. Tonight is December 22nd, 2021. Yeah. And the title of our sermon is Great Value. Great. Talk about great value. A couple of things come to mind when we talk about great value. Oh, tell us about it. Value is an interesting word. Most times when the word is being defined, there is a delineation between the intrinsic, unchanging value of something The intrinsic, unchanging worth of something and the perceived value, like our economy, like every other thing that the the world just goes crazy about. Got to have these. I need these shoes. I need this. I need that. We need presents under the tree. Need, need, need. Value, value, value. Tonight, we're not talking about the things of perceived value because those things fade. You remember when you got those gifts when you were a kid and you couldn't find it three weeks after, much less a year later. But before you just had to have it. Well, things like that, the desires, the traditions of this world, the traditions of our society, of our culture, all these things, all these things are passing away. But you, LCM. You have something that doesn't perish, that doesn't spoil, and does not fade. Your faith is of intrinsic value. And it's exactly what 1 Peter 1 says in verse 6. Say great value as you go with us. Great value. Y'all going to interact with us tonight? Good, because we're going to make you. You do always. You're right. You're right. In this, you greatly rejoice that though now for a little while, You may have had to suffer grief in all kinds, all kinds of trials. (laughs) These have come so that your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes, even though refined by fire, may be proven genuine and may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you may not have seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, You believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy because you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Church, we live in the king's economy and it doesn't fluctuate based on the news cycle because most of the news is crap. We know that we have great value. We know that you have great value. And I'm not talking about Walmart. You have an intrinsic value of great worth to our father.
1: Wow. Let's turn to 2 Corinthians 4, verse 7. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 7. Come on. Great value. It says this. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and it's not from us. To the outside world, you don't hold much value, saints. You're just an ordinary jar of clay. I know that's how it is at my work. I know that's how people see me. But we know different. We know you have something inside you that's supernatural. You got that supernatural seed. Oh, come on. You are of that old fermented wine. You have the family tradition. Say, I have it. You are the holders and the guardians of it. Look, the reason we don't value the things of this world and the reason those who don't value the things in the, wor- in the world the way we do is because the Spirit of God is not in them. Yeah, But that Spirit of God is in you, and it's in you tonight.
0: Come on.
2: LCM, we are, we are stirring something up in this body. The world sees you as something ordinary, a clay of jar, weak. You're diminished in their eyes. We see you, and how the Father sees you is by the Spirit of God that he's placed inside of you. That is the distinguishing factor. LCM, you guys are of great value. And like Linton said earlier, we're not talking about Walmart, right? When you you go to Walmart and go to HEB, when you see uh, Tide versus great value Tide, nobody wants the great value. We're talking about a value. Am I lying? No. You're like what, what? You, you you pick it up you're like what 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 ingredients are in this right now like you don't you don't want to purchase that hey, Walmart's getting it you want the tonight. real thing the point being is that we see you guys with great value Amen. Amen. not talking about the things that the world puts a high premium on you guys are a gift to each other you are a gift to us because God himself has deposited his spirit inside of you and we can see we can look at the lives of Lahans. We can see the life of Cho. We can see the lives of the Raiders and see that God's Spirit is working inside of you, that it is not without effect. Amen. You guys are of great value. And because of this, because God's Spirit is testifying inside of you, because God's Spirit is at work inside of you, we recognize this. We were talking about this today. We recognize His work and His presence. That is living inside of you. And it produces something in our hearts. It produces an endearment of our hearts towards you. It produces a desire to be one in spirit with you guys. One in heart. It also produces a godly zeal. A holy zeal to be our brother's keeper. This is how we feel about you guys tonight. We have a godly zeal to protect and to fight for you all. Because you guys are a gift worth fighting for. You're a gift worth fighting for. We're gonna keep repeating that throughout this sermon. This is who you guys are God's Spirit is in you. We see that. We can see His work inside of you. And as a result of that, it causes our hearts to leap, it causes our hearts to draw near you, it causes us to be one in spirit and this calls us to fight for the promises that God has amen. given us amen. to fight for the inheritance that he's given you to fight for those prophetic words that are still fermenting and will come to pass we're willing to fight for the unity and shalom that is Hallelujah. ours in Christ amen. lcm this is our family tradition amen. we get to fight for one another amen you lcm are gifts worth fighting for And as we meditate on this, we want to make this point very clear through the word. So go to Philemon 8, pick it up in verse 8 with us. And we get to Philemon or Philemon or however it is you want to pronounce it. We're really picking up in the midst of a thought that Paul is having as he's writing this letter. But we really want you to catch the heart of what Paul is saying.
0: Say great value as you go in there. Great Great
2: Great value. It says this. Therefore, although in Christ I could be bold and order you to do what you ought to do, yet I prefer to appeal to you on the basis of love. It is, as none, it is as none other than Paul, an old man and now a prisoner of Christ Jesus, that I appeal to you for my son Onesimus, who became my son while I was still in chains. Formerly he was useless to you, but now he has become useful to both you and to me. I am sending him who is my very heart back to you. Wow. I would have liked to keep him with me so that he could take your place in helping me while I am in chains for the gospel. Here in the book of Philemon, we can see that the Apostle Paul recognizes the gift that Onesimus is to him. We can hear through these verses That Paul puts a great value on Onesimus because God puts a great value on Onesimus. His spirit is at work in him. His spirit is in him. This produces something inside of Paul as he's writing this. It produces a brotherly love. It produces a heart that is intertwined with Onesimus. He even says that he is useful to me. And Paul was one in spirit with him. This is all because Paul can see the great value that is in Onesimus. And as he's writing this letter, keep in mind, he's writing to Philemon. He is writing to Philemon so that Philemon might have the same heart that he has for Onesimus. Paul sees the spirit of God that's the work in Onesimus. His heart is drawn to it. And now he's fighting for his brother. He's fighting for Onesimus. And we hear this in this letter. He goes on to fight for a restoration of unity between Philemon and Onesimus. He's trying to fight for a restored relationship. And when we pick up in verse 14, it makes this abundantly clear. Amen. Say, fight for, your brothers.
1: fight for your brothers. Verse 14, but I did not want to do anything without your consent, so that any favor you do will be spontaneous and not forced. Perhaps the reason he was separated from you for a little while was that you might have him back for good, no longer as a slave, but better than a slave. A dear brother. He is very dear to me, but even dear to you, both as a man and as a brother in the Lord. Do you hear how he's mulling this over, over and over again? So if you consider me a partner, welcome him as you would welcome me. If he has done you any wrong or owes you anything, charge it to me. Do you guys hear the word that Paul uses to illustrating going back and forth to Onesimus? They talk about welcoming him as you would welcome me. If there's any wrongs, charge it to me. He's fighting for Philemon to see the same value that he has in Onesimus. The same value God places on Onesimus because Onesimus, he's a gift worth fighting for. LCM, you guys are a gift worth fighting for. We see God's spirit at work in you. And what it's producing in you and what it's producing in us Is an endearment towards you. So much that we want to fight by laying down our lives for one another. Look, as we work through this sermon, we wanted to capture this in a slide, illustrating these points. This is our family tradition that we fight for. We fight for one another, and we are gifts worth fighting for. So
2: at at this moment, we don't have a slide. This This is coming out of our heart. You guys can see up here that we're not pretending this is not a performance for us. You guys are a family. The points that we're trying to illustrate is that we can literally go from right to left as we're standing on the stage and talk about every single family in this room and how God is working in your midst. This is causing our hearts to draw near. This is causing us to want to sacrifice more for you, and it's causing us to fight on your behalf. We see this in the life of Paul. This is the ancient path. This is our family tradition. You guys are a gift worth fighting for. Amen.
0: As Bim gets ready to walk us through Proverbs 3, say thank you, pastors. Thank you, Pastor. This is what our pastors do for us.
1: Yeah.
0: Our pastors are walking as Paul's among us. They're reminding us of the great value that we have. Yeah. And they're reminding us of the great value that this body has. The world, the world doesn't value your family traditions, not the ones you, you found here. The world doesn't value uh, what you are becoming. Just like at one point in time, Onesimus was useless. But church, you have the spirit of God inside of you. And that spirit is causing you to do more than you have. That spirit is causing you to fight for unity like you never have before. And you know what? Yeah. We have seen more fruit as a result of it this year than ever before but we're not done yet. This next year, we have so much more to go after that we're, we're trying to stir up a heart that hates that says, hey, I see what God has done. I see how he has deposited his spirit in me and in the men around me. I see how we are being unified. And you know what? There's more to fight for. There's more to go after. Talking about a family tradition, one family tradition that we've received in this church is to fight. Everything that we have benefited from, has come from men standing and fighting, fighting for a calling, fighting for the, the standard of God to be raised, Amen. fighting to do what God said to do, no matter what the entire world has said. Yeah. Church, this is our family tradition, and this is worth fighting for. Yeah.
2: You are
0: worth fighting
2: for. Check out Proverbs 3. As you guys turn there, say, great value. Great value. In Proverbs 3, pick it up in verse 27, it says this. Do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it is in your power to act. Do not say to your neighbor, come back later, I'll give it tomorrow, when you now have it with you. LCM, you guys are gifts to each other. We are a gift to you and you are a gift to us. We have to recognize that we have something to offer because you are a gift to your brothers. His spirit in you is what makes you special. Recognize that you have the power to act. Sometimes we... Let me put it this way. Sometimes I walk around in false humility. Can I just be transparent with you guys? Please. I sometimes act like I don't have something to give you guys. That I'm not anointed enough. That's just that bad I, enough. That I, I don't prophesy enough. I don't know the word. I don't know the word enough. But those are lies. God's spirit, his ruach, when he made Adam in Genesis 2. You know what was the distinguishing factor from Adam from anything else? He breathed his spirit into the man. That's what makes you guys special. That's what makes me special. And because of that, you do have something to offer. You do have something to offer. LCM. This is what God is building in this body. And when we pick up in 1 Corinthians 14, we see that Paul is is speaking this same type of language to the Corinthian church. Say great value as you go to 1 Corinthians 14. Great
0: value. See... This is what's going to happen this year. It has been happening, and it's going to happen even more because you know what? We're going to fight for it. Yeah. It says, what then shall we say? As a result of knowing that I have the very spirit of God flowing through me, and my brother, my, my brother has the same spirit of God flowing through him. As a result of knowing that, as a result of letting that develop a, a deep and abiding concern and love for the brothers, what then shall we say? When you come together, everyone has a hymn or a word of instruction, a revelation, a tongue or interpretation. All of these must be done for the strengthening of the church. Amen. Church, we have been building the body up together like never before. Were y'all blessed by the songs that went forth on uh, this past Sunday? Yeah. Were y'all blessed by not just the songs that were sung, not just the music that was played, but the the heart that these people were saying, saying, hey, I want to bless my brothers and my sisters. I don't care about performance. I don't care how I sign. I want to bless my brothers and sisters. Yeah. That is what is being cultivated Amen. in our family and yeah. it's only going to continue as we go forward. Yeah. But you know what? You gotta fight for it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Come on.
0: The, the, the words, the hymns, the instructions, they aren't just gonna come. We actually have to fight for it. We have to know our intrinsic value, our great value. We have to value the brother and sister to our right and to our left. So much so that my heart is like, man, I I, I need to get something because I know my brother needs it. My brother is fighting. My brother Chris is fighting to raise a godly family. My brother uh, Paul is fighting to raise disciples. Lord, what do you have for them? Lord, I'm going to come with a hymn. I'm going to come with an instruction. I'm going to come with something because you have something that you want to flow through me. That is what God has been doing this year. And he is going to continue to do all the more as we go into 2022. Out of a confidence that comes from knowing that you are a gift to your brothers. And out of a love that wants to fight to strengthen your brothers. It's going to cause ministry to flow out of your homes to all of the brothers and sisters around you. You fight for shalom in your homes so that the people can be blessed by what is coming out of it. This requires an active pursuit. Say Act pursuit. Act active pursuit.
1: Active pursuit.
0: We have to fight for it, LCM. We have to make every effort, spadezo, to build up the brothers and sisters in our midst. Amen. We have to keep in mind also those that are coming. Do you remember the prophecy that we got this last service? Yeah. The Lord is, is stretching out the 10 pegs in this place. He is going to cause disciples to be raised up in this place. And you know who's going to be doing it? You are. God is preparing your homes to have ministry flow out of it. He's, he's working on the unity in between families because he wants ministry to flow out of it. That is what is promised to us, L.C.M., and we're going to fight for the inheritance that God has set is ours. Amen. Turn with us to Joshua 1. Picking up in verse 12.
1: Great
2: value.
1: Great value. You know, I remember in, in high school, before we get into this, okay, come on. I remember uh, we always had a—we didn't have a great football team. Matter of fact, about three quarters of the guys probably shouldn't even been on the football team out of the fifty. But we had. Uh, oh, you had it in school, right? You know, half the guys were five foot five, 120 pounds, and they were playing the offensive and defensive line. Like, go ahead, Peyton. But i i am thinking about uh, my coaches would say things like, uh, "Hey, that guy—the guy that can't get right." He's the gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) That's not you, LCM. Not even a little bit. You truly are the gift that keeps on giving. Let's go to verse 12. There we go. But to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half tribe of Manasseh, Joshua said, Remember the command that Moses, a servant of the Lord, gave you. The Lord your God is giving you rest and has granted you this land. Your wives, your children, and your livestock may stay in the land that Moses gave you east of the Jordan. But all your fighting men, fully armed, must cross over ahead of your brothers. You are to help your brothers until the Lord gives them rest, as he has done for you. And until they, too, have taken possession of the land that the Lord your God is giving them. After that, you may go back and occupy your own land which Moses, a servant of the Lord, gave you east of the
2: Jordan towards the sunrise. This is a beautiful story. We're familiar with the Transjordanian tribe. We can see here in Joshua 1 right at the beginning of his military campaign that while their physical locale was different, they had partaken in the same baptism together. Let's back up. They were partook in Passover together, yeah. salvation together, the same yeah. baptism together. They saw the same miraculous signs, manna from heaven, God crushing their enemies, all these things. They experienced Torah together. They experienced the revelation of God's word together. They had an, an interaction of God's spirit together. Amen. But when we pick up in Joshua 1, some brothers have received their inheritance. Other brothers have not. And the charge to them is fight for your brother's yeah. inheritance. Yeah. LCM, we are fighting for our inheritance. There are people in this body who have received children. And there are people in this body who are looking forward to having children. You know what we're doing in the, in the meantime? We fight for our brothers. We war in prayer. Just like the Transjordanian tribe. They had what they, they, what they had. They had what God had given to them. And now they were fighting for their brothers to have the same. See, the Transjordanian tribe had been given allotment by God. And still were called to act on behalf of their brothers. They could see that this is what the Lord desired. This equates to fighting for our brothers. This equates to I need my brothers and my brothers need me. This equates to uh, holiness or die trying. This equates to perform out there what you've practiced in here. These men lived and breathed these things. We recognize the valley that is in you. They recognize the valley that they had in their brothers. And it produced them, it produced inside of them, the the Transjordanian tribe, to be one in spirit and in heart with their brothers. It intertwined them. This caused them to have a fighting spirit. A fighting of being united in what God had promised them. Exerting themselves beyond their, their physical capabilities in order to make sure that God's destination and promise and inheritance for those other tribes was met. LCM, this is, what we, this is how we do this in this body. To see your brothers rightly. To see the great value that is in them. To see that they're a gift worth fighting for. Amen. To see your brothers finally stand in the promise and inheritance that God always intended that they would. Amen. This is our family tradition. This is the fight that we get to have with one another. To fight for each other because we are a gift worth fighting for. Amen. Now as we turn to Romans 12... And as you're turning to Romans 12, say great value. value. We'll pick up in verse 5. So in Christ, we who are many form one body. Say one body. One One body. body. And each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace God gives us. So we're pausing in the midst of a verse But we want to highlight the words of Paul to the Romans. Each member belongs to all the others. LCM, we belong to each other. We partake of the same spirit. We've had experiences together. In this church, you're a gift to each other, just like the Roman church. They were a gift to one another. They were spiritually endowed with the very spirit of God. Their spiritual pedigree was of that of a son soldier. Yeah. It's the same in this church. They were given missions and they accomplished it. God has given us missions and we've accomplished it and will accomplish the ones that are to come. Amen. We can see that his grace in them that Paul's talking about, that his grace that he has given them the power to say no to ungodliness. A grace that is at work inside of them. LCM, that same grace is at work in this body. It's at work in you. And you have what it takes to overcome because his power, his spirit is inside of you. His power is at work in your lives. It's at work in your brothers. That's why they're a gift worth fighting for. And it takes us repping this again and again and again. So as we pick up in verse six, part B, we see that it starts off with the gifts that the spirit of God gives each man in the body. Absolutely. It says,
1: if a man's gift is prophesying, let him use it in proportion to his faith. If it is serving, let him serve. If it's teaching, let him teach. If it is encouraging, let him encourage. If it is contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. If it is leadership, let him govern diligently. If it is showing mercy, let him do it cheerfully. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Look, this is a sincere love for the brotherhood. It's a sincere love for the brotherhood growing in you guys. Because it's growing in us. A love for what God is producing in each one of you guys is what's coming out of us. And this will cause you and to help guard you and your brothers what has been entrusted to them. Because each one of us have been gifted with gifts and we're gifts to each other. Look, we know each one of us has gifts, but do you know that it is your responsibility to speak life-giving speech to your brothers? It is your responsibility to do that, and it is each of, the, of our responsibilities to raise up disciples. Look, we know that we're at war. We feel the war right now. We know that there's war in the flesh, things working within, things working without, the enemy. There's things that are trying to unyoke you, From your fixed value. Things that are trying to unyoke you. From your brother's fixed value. And it's all aimed ultimately. At the work that God's called you to do. When you know. That it's his seed. When you know that it's his spirit. Inside of you. And inside of your brother. A genuine love begins to bubble up. It comes from the inside. And it is shown. A genuine love for the brotherhood. Is being kindled more and more now. And it drives us to fight on our brother's behalf.
0: Say, I'm going to build up the body. I'm
1: going to build up the body. I'm going
0: to build up the body. See, um, we're saying that in future tense, but honestly, it's what you are doing. Yeah. Everything that we're talking about tonight, the fact that you have the spirit of God in you, that you have great value to the father and you have a great value to, to us. When we're talking about the fact that that great value causes you to love your brother next to you that drives you to take action on their behalf, and it produces a fight, all of that that we're talking about, it's what you have done, LCM. yeah, we're not talking about something that's future tense. We're saying, hey, this is what you have done, but there's more to go, yeah, we have more ground to take, there's more ground to cover as we progress on to the next year. yeah, so we want to stir up a fight inside of us, yeah that hey, we had Shalom like we've never had it before, Amen. but there's more to be had. yeah, yeah. man, we, we're getting the grasp of the word. That we never had before. But hey, there's more to be had. On, we're, we're experiencing unity in between teams, in between families, like we never have before. And yet, we have to fight for more. That is our heart for you tonight. Yeah. Pick up in verse 10. Yeah. It says, be devoted. Yeah. As in continually. As in it's, a, it's an ongoing process. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Yeah. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor. Serving the Lord, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with God's people who are in need and practice hospitality. LCM, this is the family tradition that you are carrying on. And that family tradition, what you are doing, that is what, what, what is worth fighting for. Amen. Do you see how being devoted to one another in brotherly love and honoring another brother above yourself? produces a fiery zeal yeah. is literally what the scripture says yeah. it is the progression that the scripture takes us on yeah this fiery zeal is helping to keep our spiritual fervor in serving the lord as well as serving our brothers and serving the body of christ as a whole yeah what we're finding is that as we as we focus on the, the 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 life in front of us the brother that we have right there beside us and we as we focus on the fact that hey they have the spirit of God in them, and he is able to cause them to, to overcome, able to cause them to have victory. I have the same spirit of God in me. And you know what? I love my brother so much that I want to get something good for him. I want to see him progress. I want to fight for the promises of God in his life. Yeah. That is what produces, produces a zeal. Yeah. Not because you want to be zealous. Yeah. When you actually have a love for the body that drives you to give, drives you to sacrifice, drives you to do what God is telling you to do in that moment, that is what produces a fiery faith. That is the fiery faith that our pastors have. Not to get it right all the time, not to do this or do that, but the fact that they love this body, they love the body at large, and they are working, they are laboring to see God's will being done in our lives. That is what actually produces a fiery zeal. That's what produces a fiery faith, and that is what is ours in the days to come. Come Amen. Turn with us to 2 Corinthians 9. Pick it up in verse 12. This service that you perform is not only supplying the needs of the Lord's people, but is also overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God. Because of the service by which you have proved yourselves, others will praise God for the obedience that accompanies your confession of the gospel of Christ and for your generosity in sharing with them and everyone else and in their prayers for, for you and their hearts will go out to you. Because of the surpassing grace God has given you, thanks be to God for this indescribable gift.
1: Thanks be to God for this indescribable gift. LCM. You guys are an indescribable gift to us. You guys are. What the Corinthians are doing is recognizing their brothers as a gift and acting accordingly. They're recognizing that they're an indescribable gift. Look, you providing for the Lord's people is simultaneously, it's providing praise and glory, and it's it's being given to the Father. Verse 15 says, thanks be to God for this indescribable gift that we have. Sharing in the needs of others is an indescribable gift that we get to partake in with one another. You get to give of yourselves. Family, this is for the benefit of our brothers. This is a gift. You get to fight for shalom. You get to fight for unity within your family. You get to fight for unity among brothers so that people are being benefited by our ministry that flows from our home. People that haven't even heard about LCM yet. You get to stand shoulder to shoulder with your brothers. You get to fight with them until they see the promises of God accomplished in their lives. This is exciting. This is something that we should stir ourselves up for. We love, see, don't we love when we get to see God coming through in situations that are otherwise impossible? It's the best thing that we get to see. Look, we're all fighting for unity and shalom. We're all fighting for it. And now we know that we're fighting for it to make room for disciples that will be drawn to our body in the future. This is our family tradition, that we fight for one another and that we fight for the promises God has given us. You are gifts worth fighting for.
2: In Corinthians it says that if one part of the body rejoices, the rest of the parts of the body rejoices with it. Well, how does that happen? It's because we're fighting for each other. Why is it when we have announcements of, of pregnancies that we erupt in praise. It's because we're fighting and warring for each other. Everybody has blood in the offering. That's what makes this church special. As you guys turn to Ephesians 3, we're going to pick up in verse 14. As you're turning there, say great value. value.
0: 365 day a year kind of value.
2: Mm. (laughs) Pick it up in verse 14 of Ephesians 3. It says this. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom, the, from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Man, Paul here could see that the church of Ephesus, his brothers, those who were doing the kingdom work, that they were a gift worth fighting for. In his verses, you can hear, it's, it's, it's portraying its heart. It's demonstrating that he is travailing in prayer because he sees great value in them. And he's fighting to bring that to maturity. And in order for us to do the same LCM, we have to be rooted and established yeah. in love. Yeah. Just like Paul prayed, we also must pray for the exact same thing that the Father will root us and, be, and establish us in love. Amen. We know that you guys love each other. We see it by how you, you live your life, the way of life that you live here in this body. When you're not in a corporate service on Sunday or, or Monday or Wednesday, you're fellowshipping with, with, with each other. We're encouraging you to do this more and more and more. Paul's writing this to the church of Ephesus, not because they weren't doing this, but he's trying to strengthen his brothers and he's fighting for the unity that they must have. We have to empty ourselves. We have to empty ourselves of fears, inadequacies, uh, perform driven ministry, selfish ambition, or whatever else is getting in the way So that we can obtain the promises of God. So that we can obtain the fullness of God's uh, love together. Not as individuals, but together. We're going to do it, it, Pastor Judah. When we read in, in Hebrews that the great cloud of witnesses come to perfection when we arrive to perfection. That's special. LCM, we come to perfection and maturity as each part of the body builds itself up. And that's what Paul is driving here. We have to ask the Lord to stir up this kind of love, this kind of genuine love for one another that drives us to act and to fight for the things that God has promised this body. What he's doing in us, what he's doing tonight, what he did, he did on Monday and and Sunday and throughout this year. Do you guys realize that there's only nine days left in this year? And then 2021 is over. But our walk is not over. Our love is not over. Our unity is not over. He's doing something special here, and he is cultivating his lampstand that is in our midst. That map is going to be taken over by lives in this body, by disciples that God is raising up. And we can have confidence that the Ancient of Days is with us, and he's speaking to us tonight. He's speaking to us, Adam Cora. We need to fight for our brother's vision. God's spirit is in you. God's spirit is in your families. You are a gift to each other. You need to fight for each other. Don't lose heart now. If the devil could stop you, you wouldn't be here. The fact that you're here is a testimony that God's spirit is inside of you, and you're winning. LCM, we are winning together, and let us be established and rooted in God's love and obtain the measure of his love together. Turn with us to 1 John 3.
0: As we get ready to close. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay our lives down for our brothers and sisters. If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother in need but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. This is what you do, LCM. We see you loving not only in words, but in action and in truth. Yeah. This is how we know that we belong to the truth and we set our hearts at rest in his presence. If our hearts condemn us, we know that God is greater than our hearts and he knows everything. Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive from him anything we ask because we keep his commands and do what pleases him.
1: Let's stand up, saints. So good. Loving with actions and in truth and sincerity. Guys, the blueprint, it's been laid. Jesus laid that blueprint for us. His love was shown by what he did in sincerity and in truth. Love for our brothers has to be shown with actions and in truth. These things are being shown in the lives in LCM. But we know that they must grow, amen? We know that they must. Look, if you're battling with your fixed value and you're battling with your brother's fixed value, remember that you're both gifts here and you're gifts to each other. You are gifts to one another here at LCM, family. Remember how each of us, what we've done for one another, how we sacrifice for one another. Your actions that have been done in sincerity, LCM, from the Spirit of God, should set your hearts at rest. I'll say that again. Your actions that have been done by the Spirit of God should, should set your hearts at rest. I've I've talked to a lot of people over this week, and a lot of people, they're listening to the enemy jawing at them about their fixed value. They're listening to them. Guys, we have to remember what our brothers have told us about our fixed value, what the Lord has told us about our fixed value. And you are essential to your brother's fixed value. Look, you, LCM, who are keeping the commands You're doing what pleases the Father. You have reason for confidence tonight. Remember that you have the Spirit of God in you, and so do your brothers. And as you do that, this should stir you to action on behalf of your brotherhood, on behalf of every man in here. The Spirit of God is in each one of us in here, and He's speaking to each one of us right now stirring us telling us the actions that we must do when we have the good to do we can't withhold it from our brothers Amen. when we come together we have to give our brothers what they need Amen. this is not just for a Wednesday and Sunday service this is for every time we come together saints as you do that the whole body is stirred to action on behalf of the brotherhood Amen. guys you gotta fight We have to fight for unity in our homes. Fight for the relationships with our brothers. Fight to have disciples and don't give up. Raise them up in your homes the way God's called you to. Let us together pursue God's will for the rest of this year and going into next year as one man, shoulder to shoulder. One man. LCM, you know who you are. You know you're a gift. Tonight, we need to renew the vigor of the fighting man in the family tradition tonight. Amen. Guys, be thankful for the men and women we have in our body. Be thankful. All the jawing that's going on from the enemy tonight needs to be thrown away. We have an incredible home. A lot of us wouldn't be here standing if our brothers didn't stand in the gap for us. We have an incredible body. We have reason for confidence. Let your actions demonstrated in love and truth. Let that define you. Your actions in love and in truth. Let it define you. Not the last mistake you made. Not the last thing you got wrong. But who you are. What your mezuzah is. And how you are being used continually. That is who you are. That is who you are, LCM. This will set your hearts at rest in his presence. Tonight, let's get ready to fight. Let's prepare ourselves for action. If you gotta get things right tonight, get them right. If your heart hasn't been right towards your brothers, if you haven't been seeing yourself right with a fixed value, don't let this go past tonight. Don't let it happen. If you haven't seen your brothers with with their right fixed value, then repent and get it right and if you're allowing the enemy to tell you what your fixed value is in the name of Jesus stop it stop. listen to what your brothers have been telling you Amen. listen to what your pastors have been telling you and listen to what the scriptures have been telling us all along and we're just now getting the revelation to the Lord has made each of us a gift we can't do this without one another and Missing a day, missing one day of not giving your brother life prophetic speech that he needs can be critical. Tonight, we are going to prepare for war. We see the direction that the Lord has given us, but we have to fight. We have to understand again our fixed value, and we know that our brothers need us, amen? So I'm going to start praying. You guys do what you have to do. But what what is definitely going to happen tonight is we're going to leave with confidence. And we're going to fight the way Christ has called us to fight. And we're going to have right actions that are shown in love. Amen. Mighty God, we thank you, Lord. Mighty God, we thank you for our brothers. Lord, we thank you for this fixed value that you've given us. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing in this body at LCM. God, right now, Lord, we say we don't wanna go another day, Lord, Listen to the enemy jawing at us of what we must do and who we are. Lord, we stand in the confidence that you've given us, Lord. Lord, we stand in what you've done in our brothers. Lord, that we give life prophetic speech to one another, what is needed, God. We are not gonna miss another time in this, Jesus. Lord, we are going to leave this place with confidence, what you called us to, because you have made us sons of God in this place. Lord, be magnified tonight, Lord, as we see this happening. In Jesus' name.